Hi, it's Andy, and welcome to the Hills Church Podcast. Our hope is that this will help your life and inspire your faith. Thanks again for checking us out. I got the honor to speak again today about prayer. Somebody say prayer. And uh, how many of us know prayer is a powerful thing? And uh, I'm excited to share again this morning, just for a few moments, on the subject of prayer. And the truth is, through this time of uh, just learning, Victoria's going to be coming to us next week, and she's going to give us like four different angles in prayer. Um, I think it's going to be a really good message as well, or maybe not four, a few different angles in prayer. Let's say it like that, uh, and what they mean. But um, it's been a good journey to, to study prayer, to think about it, to mull over it. January is a month where I personally am trying harder and harder, and as the church and my life goes on, I want to make sure that each January, well, all the time, I'm putting God first, but January is a month where um, we as a couple, me as a person, we seek God more intentionally for the year ahead, um, push under the things of God, and um, because this is what I've, I've realized, that the more you go unto God, I don't know, but the more you're going to get blessed in your life, the more favor is going to come upon you, the more peace that passes understanding, um, and I think it's a powerful thing, and I've, I've enjoyed looking at this conversation but then that has brought the, the complex of making it somewhat difficult because what do you actually talk about when it comes to prayer? Because it's such a big subject, yeah? Uh, so I've had to pray a little bit harder this week to go, how do I narrow this down? Um, how do I make this uh, re- relatable and reliable, or uh, relatable is the word, sorry, that you can chew in this through the week? And so for that this morning, can we pray that God would help us in these next few moments? Yeah? God, we just pray in these next few moments that you would help us just hear what you want to say to us about prayer. God, you speak to us this morning. Would you encourage people? In Jesus' name, and we all said, Amen. Amen. Hey, this is what the Bible says in Luke chapter 18, verse 9 to 14, in the New Living Translation. I think the words will be already on the screen behind me as well. Then Jesus told the story to some who had great confidence in their own righteousness and scorned everyone else. Two men went to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee, and the other was a despised tax collector. Thank you, Victoria. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed this prayer. I thank you, God, that I am not like other cheaters, sinners, adulterers. I am certainly not like that tax collector. I fast twice a week, and I give you a tenth of my income. But the tax collector stood at a distance and dared not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed. Instead, he beat his chest in sorrow, saying, O God, be merciful to me, for I am a sinner. I tell you, this sinner, this is what Jesus said, not the Pharisee, returned home justified before God. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. And to add on from last week and to elaborate a little bit, and I hope you got the heart of this, here's the bottom line when it comes to prayer. It doesn't matter really the bottom line is God's just looking for humble people that are going to pursue and talk to him. Every single person in here can pray. Everyone has the potential and the power to pray, talk to God, be in relationship with God. You have every single thing in your hands right now that you need for God to do what he wants to do through you. Yes? Is that encouraging? You don't need another thing. You don't need another whatever. 
You exactly where you are right now is exactly where God wants you and needs you to be. And that is an incredible thing. And us here, and I know there's a visitor, I spoke to a guy just now from Scotland, all the way from Scotland, has given me cheer. I mean, if he looks like someone else, it just happens to be David, identical brother. I mean, they're playing games with me this morning. I don't even know who I was speaking to up there um, or whatever. Um, but but the, tr- the truth is this, that in the northwest of Ireland, we all have this kind of thing where we kind of go, ah, oh, it's sure, you know, it's Oxshire of our grand. Yes. Yeah. I, I think we are a humble group of people. Maybe old Andy's becoming like the Pharisee we just talked about in the Bible. But I genuinely do. I, I, I think this church is made up of an incredible group of humble people. Would you agree? Uh, some of the most genuinely authentic, um, great people. I think God's b- being good to us. Um, he's building his church, and he's doing what he's going to do. And but, it, but, but, but at the same time, the negative to that can be that sometimes we will not grab the bull by the horns. And we talked a little bit about that last week, to stand our ground and stand up to what God's called us to do. And, and, and if anything this year, I, I want to be a person that um, checks off the, oh, no, I'm just removing the word just and actually replacing that with my name is and I'm called to and this is what I'm going to do. Yes, I, I, I'm going to approach things that in Jesus' name it's going to be well. I'm going to take full authority that's given to me. And, but the power that's given to me is also given to you. We all carry this thing. Uh, God, has got, God is on us. God's power is with us and he is for us. And when he is for us, the Bible says that no one can be against us. But everything that you need and you have is in your hands. You have the power and the potential to pray. But the truth is, what he's really looking for is he's not looking for fancy, blah, 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 blah. He's looking for normal people that's just going to be themselves, humble themselves before God and pray. Because this is what Philippians says, Philip, on the screen. Please, do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about, tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Philip, is the Lord's Prayer available as well? And I'm going to read that out just one more time. If you cannot pray and you're worried about this prayer, just to highlight this thing before we go any further this morning. Here's what the Bible says. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So you don't know where you start. You're a beginner to prayer this week and you're listening to this message again. Hey, start with the Lord's Prayer. You've already got on the bandwagon to pray. And if you, you know what, you're struggling with this prayer thing. You've been hearing these messages. You're thinking about it. Well, do you know this? If you were to get up every morning and read the Lord's, pr- Lord's Prayer, hip, hip, hooray. Because what I noticed in the Bible is, we just read Philippians again. It says, pray about everything. The truth is it does say pray all the time, pray continually, the Bible says, and, and pray always and pray about everything. But nowhere does it say in the Bible, like it's like reading your, it's like reading your Bible. It's like your own daily devotions. I, I don't know about you, but you, you can sometimes compare yourself. And for years, I kind of thought you had to do it a certain time, in a certain way, in a certain shape. But what I've come to understand is nowhere in Scripture does it say, it says to, I've got to feed, I've got to eat. eat, eat God's word, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a, the Bible actually describes it as a light into my path. Um, it's essential to be connected and to read God's word if you want to change the directory or find something out about your life or connect with God. Reading this thing is going to change your life. Yes, it's called the Bible. If you want one, we'll even give you a free one and a box. I mean, there you go. Just grab one at Connect Corner. But, but, but also we, we're told to pray continually. But it doesn't say how much to pray. It just says you've got to pray. So starting somewhere, I would really encourage you to do that. 
But then when it comes to this conversation of prayer, and how can I wrap that in a few minutes for a conversation for a Sunday in church? This week I was going, God, like seriously? This is, what I've, this is what I've come to realize though about following God, praying to God, and giving God my all. And this is what I've realized. And this is the way I want to describe it, if it helps. And they probably just leaked it that I'm a prof. I mean, how dare you? I'm kidding. How many of us know that if you want to find anything in your house, the Bible says you have to be humble, right? Yeah, here we go. I should have a seat. I might even sit on the floor to say this. This level, lads, whenever you want to find something, who do you ask? A woman. Woman. <laughs> can barely say it. Pick it up at the counselor next week. I'm kidding. Women just know where everything is. Ruth? Yes? I mean, like, you're, like, supernaturally anointed to find stuff. I mean... Like, da, da, da. poor Victoria is in a house with three men. And the amount of times she gets asked in one day where is something, it's exponential. Like, I was searching last night for something. Like, I mean, I was beat. Like, I mean, I had like 30 seconds searching. Victoria, where is it? Here it is. You know, <laughs> it's just the way it is. Women are better organized, I think, than us. I don't know. We're just going to say it, boys. They're better than us. If it was up to us, we'd be extinct. There's no way we would go through childbirth. It's just not happening. I mean, or at least if you did, one should never do it again. You'd look at the you'd, No, no, you're not going near me. <laughs> what are you in church? I prayed to sit beside this girl and now you're talking that stuff. But then they have these things called handbags. I mean, like... <laughs> Have you the strummer on there? <laughs> you got a hedge cutter on there. <laughs> Hair gel, dog food, a car. <laughs> Mary Poppins, I mean. But, but the truth is, we often say this saying in the Northwest of the, the, the women will bring everything but the kitchen sink. Yeah. And that leads us to my prof this morning. Are you ready to cheer? How do I step this up? It's a wee bit dusty. Do you want to look at the inside of our house? Dust. We live on a building site. It's like a camping trip. There now. I forgot to take the sink with me. Small dust. Need to clean myself down. I'm in church. Might be dusty in church. We often say things like, we say it all the time. Give them everything but the kitchen sink. Yeah. Give them everything with the kitchen sink. We say it all the time. We say, and, and when it comes to God, here's what I've found about prayer. Yesterday was about Abraham and glorify. Did anyone read glorify yesterday? Um, I thought it was such a good thought. I dug a little bit deeper into it. Um, you find what it says is, God said to Abraham that go up to a mountain, take your only son and, and sacrifice him to me. Yeah? Now, I, I, I don't know about you, but you see, when, when, it, when it comes to the things of God, look, I'm even dustier again. People are looking at me. I'm going to be cleggered. Just leave it. I should have wore the boiler suit. Um, when, when, it, when it comes to the things of God, though, 
when we say things like give every, bring everything but the kitchen sink, it's such, I think it's so potent when, it, when we think about God because I, I actually think when we come to God, and especially in prayer, I don't know about you, but it freaks me out, the thought of God saying to me, take my first, my oldest son to a mountain. Now, I know we, we live in the new, past the New Testament, Jesus has died, the sacrifice we made, the whole thing has changed. There's a huge theological conversation there that, that is over. Jesus came, he died, his blood was shed. So we're, we're, all that stuff about sacrificial thing is Old Testament, that's the past, okay? But, but the truth is, I, I don't believe for one minute God's going to speak to anyone in this room or listen to this podcast about taking your firstborn child to a mountain to put on an altar. Are we clear? Yeah. That's, that's just, just, what, just to make that point. Um, hashtag side note. Um, but but the, here's, what, here's what God is going to do, though. When you go all unto God and you give everything but your kitchen sink, because no one wants to give their kitchen sink away. Like, I've just discovered that a kitchen sink is profoundly helpful because we don't have one right now. I mean, currently, this is our kitchen sink, which isn't actually, by the way, because Victoria doesn't like it. I got this kitchen sink for free, and she doesn't like it. So I'm like, we're getting some more kind of thing. It's probably fancier and probably got a, I don't know, button on it or something. <laughs> but this kitchen sink is profoundly handy, isn't it? Come to learn that recently over the last few days, actually. But we have a utility room sink, so it's fine. We have a sink in our house. Water, I mean, electric. Wow. But when it comes to God and it comes to me walking with God and it comes to me giving my stuff, when it, whenever it talks about me giving my stuff, God wants it all. God wants the whole of me and the whole of you. He wants me in the kitchen sink. He wants me to not hold anything back, but to give my everything and my all. But if I'm being honest, it freaks me out a little bit when I think about going on all with God. Because God will often call you to the uncomfortable. Yes, God, God will. God has, I mean, here we go. I'm in, I don't care anymore. 49, I mean, in a couple of months, it's all a downhill from there, isn't it? I'm kidding. Just starts at 40. Ha ha, all you young people. Like Tavi said, she thought she was getting old when she was 30. Ha ha. If you're sitting there at 60, you're even laughing at me. Whatever. But, but the truth is, when it comes to God, we, we just talked about this morning, that God really just wants humble people, and that's cool, and that's all right. And then we looked at Philippians, we're reading, and then we can go all into the Bible about prayer. We can go so many different directions. We could grab one verse, talk about prayer, unpack it. I could stand here today and break down the, 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 the Lord's Prayer if I want to do, but God and, and my prayer life and this week has asked me this week to say to you, this is, prayer is actually a very dangerous thing because prayer actually pushes us under the uncomfortable and the unknown. Because the more we give to God and the more we give up, and I mean, I'm using the kitchen sink for the crack to make a bit of an analogy. I pray this week as you're driving your car and you're approaching something you've got to do, you would remind us that God just doesn't want you to give something. He wants you to give the kitchen sink and all. Yes. He wants you to throw the whole thing in, the whole shooting match. Because, listen, God will always call you uncomfortable. I'm Andy Gamble. Yes, that's my name. Unfortunately, this is the body and the personality that God's given me. I've got to deal with it somehow. Pray for Victoria. But, but the more I walk with God and the more I am established in the things of Him, the more I'm not looking at social media this month, which is blowing my mind the amount of time. I'm not going to go down that rant again because I did it last week. I'm not showing off that I'm off social media. I'm just saying. Um, but the more I pursue Him, because whatever's distracting you, get rid of whatever's distracting you because you need more of God in your life. Yes? Uh, anything you want to do in your life, you want to do anything, you want to do anything, the more of God, I'm telling you, following God is the best thing you'll ever do in your life. Yes? Full 100%. I'm telling you, that's a fact. 
it's, it's, it's changed my life. I, I, I can't believe it. I mean, I thought life was exciting before I met the Lord. It ain't no exciting because actually what excitement really is is going into the unknown. I'm an adrenaline junkie. That's just who I am. We used to land at the airports and go, hi, missus, where's the next plane? And then we'd end up in Paris and go, oh, we're in Paris. <laughs> I mean, then we'd all go home again. I mean, I did some silly things and pretty crazy things. I'm not going to lie. But the truth is, walking with God, I've done, I'm telling you something, I'm being more and more pushed every day to do more and more crazy things. Planting a church is a mental thing to do. Yes, totally clean off the head does not make sense. Why would you, I mean, even coming to, to launch the church when God spoke to me, I, I, I give my life to the Lord February, 20, 20th of February 2008, I had, a, I had a business, it was going well, things were, things were grand, I mean, it all was good, but God said, no, you left school at 14, you're going to go to Bible college at 27. I mean, it was just ridiculously stupid idea, but the truth is what God said it. And then, the, 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 and then he says, like, you know, the, just get the girl, the, the Victoria come into my life, and she's going to be your wife. I mean, bang. No, it didn't really make sense. There, did it? You looked at me, I looked at you, and we're kind of, ah. Victoria went, ah. <laughs> that is total lies, and everyone knows. If anyone listened to this podcast, I was just being weird. She's only human. You're only human, love. Five foot seven. <laughs> you get the short straw. But God said, talk about giving up the kitchen sink. Victoria's like, well, I had my aunt <laughs> We're having a wee crack here. If you're here at church today, thanks for coming. Uh, but but, but, but th- then I was like, you know, I, I was, we're going to go to London. Like, that was our, our story. We, we, we were like pursuing that. And it was a great, it was like these great group of people. And we were like, I was looking at a moped. I was like, I had all these thoughts of me running about London on a moped. I mean, I was like, what the? And then God said, come back here. And then the next thing was like, we'll go to America. Uh, our baby had just been born. Judah was four months. We jumped into a plane, headed to the States, completely unknown. Because here's what I've realized, and we, we, uh, uh, I'll keep going a little bit to, to unpack the story. Um, in America, God said, hey, no, I don't want you to do that. I want you to come home. And, and, and I think most of the people in this journey knows our journey of starting this church. I come back. I'm sitting and driving a tractor for my brother John because uh, I, I had, there was other business opportunities. There was other ideas. People were saying, you could do this, you could do that. Listen, I'll tell you something now, right? I have not wavered from what God has called me to do, and it has never let me down yet. Yes, I want for nothing. That's the truth. Haven't got a pile anymore, but I want for nothing. I tell you, there's a there's, there, there's thing about God, you will never have maybe too much, but you will never, ever, ever want for anything if you put God first. I am completely 110% testimony of God's goodness, God's faithfulness, God's provision, God's, God's healing. God's is good. Yes? And, and, and I'm not trying to say that, I'm not trying to stand up here the day to go, I have got this all figured out. But when it came to finances, there was ways that I could go to go that way. When it came to health, there was ways I could go that way. When this, I have found everything in my life, and I'm not saying don't be sensible to your finance. I'm not saying don't look about your health. Gee, no way. I want to be wiser with my finances. I want to be wiser with the things of God. It is okay to take medication. Yes, uh, I mean, it is all. But I can tell you this much. What I've realized is when I have put God first, it has blown my mind, his provision in our lives. Completely over supernaturally has blown my mind about what God has done. Even Nathan, I'm thinking about today, you're two weeks off being a fireman. Three weeks, sorry. And now you've got this mustache, whatever that's all about. I mean, now, now it's even cooler again. Like, I mean, if you aren't cool enough, uh, I'm joking. I'm just making fun of poor Nathan. But, but I remember us two talking about this 10 years ago, or maybe 
longer, how many years ago in a Bible college room in, in England in the middle of nowhere, frankly, um, talking about his dreams and where he was wanting to go. And, and in three weeks time, blum, blum, you're going to be a fireman. If you pass out. He'll pass. But even Nathan and I's story have been a story of where when we were at college waiting for money to come through for the, the fees, trying to work the thing out, we've, we, we always came to a place of going, hey, we've got, and Victoria and I, are, we're married now, we've got two boys, and even in our journey, uh, and I'm excited for the next, you know why I'm excited for the next years and then the next season of our life? Because I'm excited for more stories of God's provision and God's supernatural moving in our lives. Yes? I'm excited, I'm excited. I am proud to be a pastor. I am loving what I get to do. God is good and life is brilliant. Yes, uh, there are things this year though that God is calling me to give up. I, I, I wanna give, I wanna love less of my flesh. I wanna fight against that. Uh, the Bible talks about fasting and praying. I did not go there today. I was tempted to lead us in that conversation. If you don't know what fasting is, Google it when you go home. Bible, fasting and praying, it will teach you about it give up things for God, because this is what I've realized, the more that I give up for God, the more I walk away from, the more I walk into. The more things, that the desires of Andy's flesh and the plans of me, because I'm actually really good at new ideas. I love new things. I, I, I have to stay focused and stay grounded to be in the one place at one time. I know it's a shock. You're blown away at that fact. Uh, uh, but, but I want to, next thing, next thing, next thing. Hey, God is good. He is going to provide for you. He's going to blow your mind away, but he wants you to pursue him. And I meet so many people all the time, and they're, they're da, 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 and they're, da, 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 da. and honestly, someone sent me a quote last week just about being in the house of the Lord. There's something about being in church and being connected to the things of God. Would you agree with me? Just get, just the discipline. If you've came here today, have the discipline to get up, get yourself here. Let's give everybody a round of applause. You made themselves here in church today. You just, you just did good. How many of us know when we go to go to church, there's always something to come our way. To come, there's something about being in fellowship with one another. Groups are starting back. Get into a group. There's just something about being protected in the group in the body of Christ. Yes, because we will pray for each other. We do not want to be a group of people that go, uh, uh, she's sick and she's got something wrong. Blah, blah, blah. We're, we're on the way home, we're going, we want people going, hey, she's sick. Hey, God, be healed in Jesus' name, whoever that is. Yes, move on. Let's give everything to God in prayer. If you've got a situation and a scenario, hey, why don't we even do this right now for a second? Is there a scenario in our life? Let's settle. Let's, I'll, I'll give us a bit of time, even a minute. Is there something in your life right now that you need God to move on? Family, friends, finances, jobs, relationships. Every single person on planet Earth, we have something. We have something we need God to move on. Would you agree? Okay, got it in your head? Just take your time. Before God right now, and I'm just going to give it 30 seconds of silence, just ask God to move in that situation. Right now. That's how simple that is. To provide, to provide, to heal, to heal. To restore, to restore. Forgive us, to forgive. Give me the strength, give me the will. What am I going to do next? But here's the bottom line. Seeking God will push you. Talking to God 
is guaranteed going to push you out of your comfort zone. He wants you to give the kitchen sink and all, metaphorically, the whole shooting match. He doesn't want you to hold any single thing back. Whatever is in that handbag, get it out and give it to the Lord. If God's saying give, give. If he's saying do, do. Because he wants your all. Because he wants to give you his all. That is the bottom line. And if you are not experiencing his all, what I ask you this week, whatever it is God's asking you, just give it to God. Kitchen, sink and all. Because the more that you give to him, I believe the more he's going to come to you. Because it's in the Bible. He's met every single need. Every person that had an outrageous request has always met my God. And just using Abraham as a snapshot of an example, he went to a mountain, did what God told him, but God provided even down to the right sheep, the right thing, the right scenario. But it will make you uncomfortable. You see, following Jesus is not the picture of painting of, hey, everything's going to be grand and very good. Because the story I just shared, even in my own life, has been, it's been scary sometimes. Would you agree, Victoria? A few days, it was hairy enough. How's God going to come through? How's God going to provide? What's going to happen? I mean, am I going to get a degree? How's that going to work? There's so many scenarios we could go all day. But we've seen God come through time and time and time and time again. I don't know how God works. I don't know if it's go- when it's going to happen. But it's God's timing. That's okay. He is in control. So whatever you've got to pray about this morning, whatever you've got to give God this morning, whatever you've got to give God this week, whatever it may be, please would you grab this thing of prayer. Prayer is going to bring you back to your relationship. It's going to give you confidence to do whatever you've got to do. Because here's the thing. God's going to build his church. God's building the church, yeah? Global church. God's building the church. And, and the gates of hell will not prevail. That's just the way it is. But, but he wants, he's called us to do it. And for us as the whole, just for a moment this morning before we close this message. He's called us, you. So what is God asking you to do? Is it go into your work this week and just tell them that you're a Christian? For many of us, we're secret Christians. We will post every single thing on social media. Every time we have a drink in our hand, we seem to be managed to post that on social media, but we'll never post about church and social media. We'll never tell anyone, wind your neck in. You have an audience, just do it. We'll talk about this, we'll talk about that, we'll sit in the workspace and we'll hear, I'm a pastor of a church and I've been, I've been put in these scenarios as well where I'm in a room when all the boys are talking about a scenario where frankly someone just needs to pray and I have chickened out from the opportunity to pray. It's not easy. It's not always easy, but would God be calling you to throw your whole chips in the pie, kitchen sink and all, and take a stand and work this week? I believe he is, and I believe God's calling you to invite people to church. He's invite you to pray for people as you go in your workspace. He's, inv- he's, he's encouraged you to tell. He's encouraged you to step out of the boat and give your all because he wants to blow your mind what he's going to do. But it's going to take some bravery. It's going to take some courage. And it's going to take some confidence. And it's going to take some prayer. So as you are encouraged this morning about everybody in this opportunity in this world that's called to pray, able to connect with God, I would just ask you about what does he want to 
connect you with it. And for some of us, I think, because I need to wrap this message up. Band, do you want to come up? Let's give the band a wee cheer as well. Has this, has this made sense? If I just waffled for the last 25 minutes? That's kind of good. Somebody said I. Or no. God has used you. God is using you. And God is going to use you. Do you believe that? Say this after me. God has used me. God is using me. And God is going to use me. In Jesus' name, amen. But the truth is, every single one of us listening to this message right now knows this. It's not always easy to do that. It's not always easy to give financially. It's not always easy to help move someone's house, to give something of mine. Yeah? It's not always easy to be generous. It's not always easy to be happy all the time. It's not always easy to be pray for my friends at work, to talk about Jesus all the time. It's, it's not always easy to refrain from something. It's, it's not always easy to, to, to do whatever. Yeah? It's not always easy to fast. It never was meant to be easy, though. But nowhere in Scripture does it say that you'll not go through trials, tribulations, or troubles or anything. But it always says no matter what you go through, God is with you. So be encouraged this week. Are you encouraged? God is with you. Are you encouraged about that? Are you excited about God using you? Every single season that you come into in life, because seasons come and seasons go, it's a new opportunity for God to use you. You guys are coming into a new season in your life. Peter and Rachel are going to have a baby. It's going to be cheer. It's a whole new season when you become a, How many of us know when we become a parent how new of a season it is? All of a sudden we're at school runs and we're doing... But it's an awesome season. For some of us in here, we're single and... Let's give all the single people a wee cheer because they're having an awesome season. I mean, they got out of bed eight minutes ago. And for some of us are coming to retirement... Let's give all the people coming to retirement a wee cheer. Best season in your life. Best season in your life. So if you're in here today, listen to this message, you're a teenager, we close this message, if you're 12 years old, best season of your life. If you're 15, even better again. If you're 21, unbelievable. Hope you drive a Nova. I'm kidding. I don't even know what a Nova is. <laughs> Fossil down here. If you're 30, best season of your life. If you're in here, you're single with three kids, best season of your life. Whatever season you're in, if you're 40, absolutely best season of your life. If you're 50, best season of your life. If you're 60, best season of your life. 70, best season of your life. 80, unbelievable season of your life. 90, my goodness, and we go on. Every season is the best season of your life when you grasp the reality and the revelation that Jesus Christ is Lord and you connect with him as your personal Lord and Savior and you walk with him daily and pray with him all the time. Yes? Stand with me as we pray. God, I thank you this morning. We thank you, God, that you are good. We thank you, God, that you are calling us into the unknown. You're calling us, God, to deeper relationship with you. And we thank you, God, that you make us uncomfortable. We thank you, God, that you rattle us up. We thank you, God, that you want to give us everything. We, you want us to give you everything, kitchen sink and all. So I just pray, God, a simple prayer this morning. You would give people confidence, God, to give their all. Give them the courage, God, to do what only they can do through you. 
And God, as we humble ourselves this week and as we start to seek you and pray and see things, God, we will see things happen, move supernaturally, God. Not because of our obedience or what how good we are, God, but because how good you are. In Jesus' name, and we all said, God bless you. Let's worship God. Hey, thanks again for checking out the Hills Church podcast. Hey, if this message has inspired or encouraged you in any way, why don't you share it with a friend? Hi, as well as that, we meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. at the Waterside Theatre, and we'd love to see you at one of our services. But hey, thanks again for checking out the podcast. Why don't you subscribe to our channel?